One word podcast people, what's going on? Come on, let's go. This is Josh. And I'm Nick, and we are pumped to be back with you with our third episode of our Purpose Series today. Yes, at One Word, our mission is to choose it, rep it, and live it. So we are going to live on purpose, people. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Today we're talking about the process of purpose. We hope you guys enjoy. Buckle up, and let's dive in. All right, so today, the third and final episode of the Purpose Series, we are talking about the process of purpose. And if you haven't listened to our last episode Uh, We discussed that living on purpose doesn't happen on accident, Mm. that you're either moving towards your purpose or away from it. You're fading into purposelessness. Purposelessness. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So if you haven't listened to that, our second episode of the Purpose Series, go back and do so now, but we are going to move on towards episode three. Josh. What's our big idea for this episode? Our big idea is that living on purpose is a science and a process. We talked a lot about living on accident and just letting life go by and fading into purposelessness. Well, the opposite of that is having a plan and knowing where you're going. So living on purpose is a science and a process. Shout out to Joel Embiid, baby. (laughs) Trust the process. (laughs) And sometimes you just got to trust the process. Oh, Oh, that's too good. That's that's it. That's what we're talking about today. So, so Josh, a lot of what we're talking about today stems from a book that you have been diving into. Tell us a little about that. Yes, this book, uh, we want to give a huge shout out to Dr. Caroline Leaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote the book Switch on Your Brain, and it's been fantastic. Such a reminder of our mission here at One Word. Choose it, rep it, live it. Yeah. Living on purpose is a choice, right? So she has this quote that we're going to read to you real quick. We are co-creators of our destiny alongside God. God leads, but we have to choose to let God lead. We have been designed to create thoughts, and from these, we live out our lives. That's, woof. Yeah, woof is right. That's some good stuff. I've, I haven't even read this book yet, but from Josh explaining it to me, I can just already tell that it's a killer. It's a bomb. Yes. Um, so this quote, I think, is really kind of challenging to at least how we have grown up Uh, with the language of following God and surrendering and letting God lead our lives. And we really, really like the way that Dr. Leaf breaks this down and saying that we are co-creators of our destiny alongside God. So we were talking earlier and and thinking of it as like a compass. So if you're sitting down and you're thinking of your life as a compass, there's directions that the Bible clearly gives towards how to live, right? There's things like the Shema or the Great Commission that direct us towards the path of loving God and loving people. Um, and so if you're if you're there, you have that. And then the passions or the gifts that you have also give you an idea of where to go. So I think a lot of times the language around like calling or choosing how to follow God or living on purpose can be paralyzing in that we're sitting waiting for like the exact degree on a compass that we have to go towards. Yeah. When in reality and what... Dr. Leaf is kind of talking about here, we don't want to put words in her mouth, but is like, you know the direction, whether it's north or east or south or west, you need to go that way. And as you start moving, as you start living on purpose and embrace the process of purpose, God will steer you more towards that exact coordinate that he desires for you to be at. So so we're trying to chop down the misconception that that we don't have any stake in the game, Mm. that we're just waiting for that coordinate and then we'll go. 
but we do have a stake in the game because like she says, we're co-creators of our destiny alongside God. We've been created or we've been designed to create thoughts and from these, we live out our lives. That's so good, Nick. And I think a word that we could take away from that is responsibility. It's our responsibility mm. to live on purpose. We can't make excuses. We can't just sit here. And I love that example that you talk about the compass. If we're just sitting here waiting for the exactly perfect degree, we're never going to go. We're never going to move, yep. right? David Platt, awesome author. You probably know him from his book, Radical. Yep. He also wrote another fantastic book, Follow Me kind of covers the disciples' just immediate response to get up and go and follow Jesus. He says this, we need to figure out how to make each day count for his purposes. Yeah, That's, that goes right into what we were talking about our last episode too. We have to figure out how to make each day count because we know that each day, whether we realize it or not, we're moving towards or away from from our purpose. Yeah. So we have to figure out how to make them count. That's good, man. Yeah. So scientifically, right? Caroline Leaf in her book, she says this, Dr. Leaf, sorry about that. If (laughs) if you're listening out there, I apologize. (laughs) We'd love to have you on the show. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Leaf says this, uh, she says that science is finally catching up to show, to prove what the Bible teaches. And essentially that we have free wills and that we get to operate and that God has blessed us with that and that it's such an opportunity, Hmm. right? So let's, uh, let's look at this uh, quote that she has, and then we'll break it down and talk about the science of purpose, the yep. process of purpose. She says this, We all possess a set of capacities for imagining future courses of action, deliberating about one's reason for choosing them, planning one's actions in light of this deliberation, and controlling actions in the face of competing desires. All right. So that's, that is broken down into four different things. And we use pretty much the same language, but a little bit different wording. Yeah. So number one, decide where you want to go. Mm. Decide where you want to go. Number two, determine why you want to go there. Yep. Number three, plan your actions. And number four, stay the course despite distractions. That's good. And the, the key here is to catch this, right? Purpose is not just action. Purpose is not just mindset. Purpose is not just heart. It's the conversion and the convergence of all three of those together, right? Yeah. If we say we want to live on purpose, then our feet have to line up with our words and our words are coming from our thoughts and are coming from our heart, right? Yeah, so true. What What did you just say before we press record about praying and feet or something? Oh my goodness. I said, if your prayers are comfortable, they're never going to move your feet. Your prayers have to move your feet. Your prayers should move your feet. If all you're praying for is comfort, safety, and your food to be blessed, then you got no reason to move, right? Come on. So this is a very spiritual act, but a lot of times it's played out in very practical ways. Yes. That's so true. Mm. Bring it on. Bring it on. Come on. Your prayers got to move your feet. All right, so uh, so we have an example to break this down uh, even further to hopefully help this be more practical for you guys as you listen. Yeah, so come on, Nick. You don't like to brag about yourself, and you're not bragging about yourself. You were just stating an accomplishment. You ran a marathon, and that's a big deal. I ran a marathon, the first one that I've ever ran last fall, um, which was really fun, but in planning this episode we were thinking of examples in life uh that relate to our purpose and that kind of draw it out a little more and so this one just happened to fit the bill for what we're going for so in running a marathon number one you have to decide where you want to go the first Mm -hmm. thing that i did in running a marathon was sign up 
And as soon as like the, the money left my bank account for registering for the race, then I knew that that's where I wanted to go. I needed to get from the starting line to the finish line, Yeah, which was a long way. Yeah. So after you decide where you want to go, the next step is to determine why you want to go there. So for me running a marathon, I don't have like a hard set reason of, I guess, why I wanted to do it. It's just something that I've always wanted to do, an accomplishment that I've wanted to achieve. Which, can I stop you there for a second? I just cut you off, but I think that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. Not everything has to have like a crazy reason that's aligned with your lifelong purpose. Sometimes there's just really cool things that are going to be such a good learning experience for us and such a great experience for us. And I would say that was a huge accomplishment for you. And you can look back on that for the rest of your life and you can go, man, the discipline that came along with that, the habits that I created, the health and the fitness levels that I was at, right? And so that's okay. Yeah, even a goal that's so – or something that you want to do that's so nominal can prove to bring so much – uh, like learning, like you said, yeah. out of it. There's so many teachable moments in it. So yeah, determine why you want to go there. Number three, plan your actions. So I definitely could have shown up to race day without any training and probably would have got sauced by like mile <laughs> 10, would have been done. But planning your actions uh, in that context just means like signing up for a plan, a training plan, sticking to it, um, saying, all right, I'm going to run this many days a week and this is how far I'm going to run. And sometimes it's going to be further, sometimes it's going to be slower, sometimes it's going to be faster, but you have to find a plan uh, and you got to stick to it. Mm, That's good. And the last thing there. Stay the course despite distractions. Man, there were so many mornings where I did not want to get out of bed and go run. (laughs) And training in South Florida in the summer is virtually impossible in the sun. Uh, It was still... (laughs) Brutal when the sun wasn't even up yet. Come uh, on, it's hot everywhere. In come the on, you're you're like half a mile in and you feel like you just got out of a pool. It's brutal, but um, yeah, stay the course despite distractions. So, are you gonna stick with it? Are you gonna continue to train even when you don't want to? Are you gonna continue to do the right thing um, even when you don't feel like it? Yes, and distractions are inevitable in any good thing that we want to do in life, Satan wants to oppose that. Mm. And you might go, whoa, whoa, dude. All I'm trying to do, all Nick was trying to do was run a marathon. Mm -hmm. Like, why does Satan want to disrupt that? Well, he does, right? Because that's crafting in you some things that God is going to use one day. And I really believe that, right? So we talked about the four steps in the process. Now let's go to the four lies that the enemy wants to put and instill into our minds to stop us and to disrupt this life of purpose and this process of purpose, right? Because we believe the scripture, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. He wants to destroy life. Yep. So the first lie is that your life has no purpose. Man, that's a, that's a heavy one to start out with, but that's just like a reality that a lot of people deal with in believing mm-hmm. that. Your life has no purpose for whatever reason um, that could be something that you believe. And you might look at that and go, that's the big lie. Like, yeah. But if Satan can get you to start there and to believe that from the beginning, then you're never, ever, ever going to step into an ounce of purpose in your life. And that's a win for him, right? Yeah. So that's the biggest hurdle you might have to overcome today. If you're a listener, you got to believe that you are here for a purpose. You're not here by mistake. You're not here on accident. Everything about you, we were talking about this before, and even our mistakes in our life, mm-hmm. God is going to use those. He's going to use those to look back on and learn from. And so the next time we come around, we can learn from and step into that opportunity with wholeness and we can be prepared 
for the ways that we messed up beforehand so we can step into it and just nail it, right? Come on. God's using those mistakes in your life to relate to somebody today, yep. whatever it is. God is using everything in your life. There's no mistake about you, right? No mistake about your appearance, nothing. Your giftedness, everything about that. Come on. I'm Let's here go, for people. it. Let's, Let's go. go. And uh, real quick to add on that before we go to the line number two, uh, even if you don't know your purpose or, or when you don't know your purpose or you feel like you're unsure of it, that's I think when this lie has the most power. Yes. And I think speaking even from experience um, and vulnerability, like it's it's easy to believe like, man, I don't have really a purpose like some people that I've heard stories about. So maybe like there just isn't one for me. And so that is that's a – a dangerous, I think, place to be. But even not knowing your purpose does not mean that you don't have a yeah. purpose. Yeah, it's a lifelong pursuit. It's a process, like we're talking about today. Yeah, and Satan can do that through comparison. It sounds Ooh. like you yeah. just hit that on the head, Nick. Yeah, like you, he wants you to look at someone else's life and go, "I don't measure up to that. I don't match up with that." There's no way. Dang, that's mm. true. All right, number two, you don't have good enough reasons for your purpose. Ooh, wow. this one hits home. When we were planning out uh, what we were going to say today, this one was like, man, yeah. I just raised my hand in a room with <laughs> Josh and I. <laughs> you don't have good enough reasons for your purpose. How easy is that to believe? How easy oh is it to be scared into that? Oh like that's something that fear pushes you into. Mm. Uh, you don't have a good enough reasons for your purpose. So like maybe don't take that step. Maybe yeah. don't take that step of courage or, or anything like that, uh, man, Josh, anything on that one? Dude, that's just don't believe it. Don't believe it. Come on, people. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> don't believe that lie. Uh, number three, you won't be able to follow through. Hmm. Man. That's that's a whole other one. That's even that's like down the road. Yeah. Like in training for a marathon, like sure, you can start it. Go ahead. Right. Try it. But there's no chance you're going to be able to do that. Yeah. You run two miles and then you're like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get, what, the full 26.2? I'm sorry. 26.2. Marathon runners. I know (laughs) I know. there's that last point too. Okay? I know. I'm giving you credit for that. Oh, man. But what? There was probably days where you were like, oh, my goodness. You're running eight miles and you're like, what? Yep. I'm not even a third of the way there. Yep. The longest... Training run that I did here in Florida was 20 miles, and the marathon I ran was in Indiana. And after running the 20 miles, I just thought to myself, like, "Woof, yeah, we're we're in deep water here. 26 could be tough." Yeah, and and let me tell you this: this number three here, you won't be able to follow through. That's a lie, but that's also maybe a reality if you skip steps one and two, if you don't do the preparation, if you skip ahead in the process, if you don't know where you want to go. And if you don't determine why you want to go there, then step three becomes this like you're, you're cheating yourself. You're trying to cheat the process and you can't be cheated. True. You Very can't just true. show up and make it happen, right? Yep. Like if I don't train for a marathon, if I don't decide I want to do this and then I just show up, it's not going to happen, yep. right? But if you are prepared, if you have thought this through, if you have decided this is what I want to do, this is why I want to do this and I'm going to take these steps to do it, then when you show up on marathon day – Anything out, anything inside of you, anything that, any thoughts that are coming that are like, oh, I can't follow through, I can't do this. Those are lies. It's true. That's so true. So the last one is similar to that, and a little bit. It's you can't keep this up. 
So maybe you are, maybe you have decided to engage and embrace the process of purpose you're going for. You've stepped out in courage, decided where you want to go, determined why, and you've planned your action and you're on the course and then you feel it, man, I can't keep up this success or I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, the devil always wants you to stop. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you're on the journey, anytime you're on the process, he wants you to stop. He wants to fill you with discouragement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the form that it's going to come in. And he wants to convince you to stop. Yep. Right? We can't believe that lie. Cannot believe it. Keep going. And tell someone today to keep going. Yes. Sometimes that's the biggest source of encouragement we need. Just the encouragement to keep going. We're not seeing fruit for a season. Yep. We're not seeing a breakthrough for a season. And so we need people that come alongside of us that can see that we're doing it and just to keep going. That's, Stick with it. That's so true. All right, Josh, we got four questions to get to. But before we get to those questions, you know what time it is. Ooh, it's the hot seat. Time (laughs) for the hot seat. Let's go. All right, Laner, it's time for the hot seat. Here we go. Justin Bieber just came out with a new album. Okay. Question one, favorite song. Question two, give us a demo. Oh, you want that live singing? <laughs> that live oh my recording? Gosh. Come on. Wow. All right. Well, Intentions is a bop. Has to be. Also, shout out to that uh, music video. That oh, was so cool. Yeah. If that you guys haven't video, looked at that, check it out. That was so cool. But I love hopping on the uh, Quavo, the, uh, the, um, his little, uh, what are they called? In between his little Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Quavo. <laughs> you do hit those. I do. Whip it. <laughs> All right. That's that's good enough for us today. All right. Intentions by Justin Bieber. I love it. I love it. All right. So we are wrapping up this episode with us asking four questions revolving around the process of purpose. Question one. Where do you want to go? You have to be able to ask yourself that honestly um, and think about it and answer it before you can go. You have to know where do you want to go. And then step two is why do you want to go there? If you don't have a reason why, you don't have any motivation to keep going. So why do you want to go there? You got to think it through beforehand. Yep. Number three, what actions keep you living on purpose? You have to determine how you're going to intentionally go towards where you want to go. What actions are going to keep you living on purpose and get you deep into the process of purpose. Yep. And a lot of those are those habits we talked about last episode, right? And then the last question would be, how will you stay the course when it gets tough? We talked about this a lot. You got to have a support system. You got to have a source of encouragement. You got to have a source of life and you got to stay connected to the source of life, right? John 15, we need the vine. We're just branches without the vine. We're dead. We're We're fallen. We're nothing. You got to stay connected to the vine, the true source, and you need people that push you and people that are next to you just rubbing shoulders with you going in the same direction. So true. Those questions can help guide you in the process. And again, you can't cheat the process. Here's a great example. Football teams every year, let's say the NFL, they play 16 regular season games. I know they're pushing for 17 right now, but they play 16 regular season games. Man, think about the hours, the amount of practices, the days, the times that they are out there on the field and they don't get to play. No Mm -hmm. one's watching. There's no crowd. There's no one in the stands wearing their jerseys, cheering for them, making noise, doing chants. 
they are just out there in the heat of the summer just grinding it out. They're in yep. the weight room, lifting like crazy, just sweating. They are pushing it to the limits. You can't cheat the process. You don't just get to show up for the glory. You don't get to show up for the fame. You don't just get to show up on game day. You can't cheat the process. True. Same goes for if you're taking a test, a regular test in school or a big test. Like we were just talking to someone today who's studying for the MCAT and just grinding out hours a day, months away from the actual test date. But you have to in order to be prepared for the day uh, that the test is on. So in the same way, you can't take any shortcuts. You can't expect to show up on test day and blow it out of the water if you don't put in the hours when no one is looking. Yeah. Again, so to wrap it up here, living on purpose is a science and a process. I want to read Dr. Caroline Leaf's quote for you one more time. We are co-creators of our destiny alongside God. God leads, but we have to choose to let God lead. We have been designed to create thoughts, and from these, we will live out our lives. We are whole people persons, and God wants all of us. And we need to give our full selves to him to chase after our purpose and to just go after it every day. It's a choice. Choose it, rep it, live it. It is a choice. Step into purpose today. That is a wrap on our purpose series. We just finished episode three, the process of purpose. Josh, what was our big idea for this episode? Our big idea was that living on purpose is a science and a process. That's right. You have to engage and embrace the process of purpose. And we asked four questions for our listeners to answer. The first was, where do you want to go? Then we asked them, why do you want to go there? And what actions keep you living on purpose? Finally, how will you stay the course when it gets tough? Hey, we hope today's episode encouraged you guys, um, that it propelled you further and closer into living on purpose. If you want to get a shirt for yourself so you can choose it, rep it, live it, check out www.onewordbrand.com or if you enjoy listening to the podcast episode Josh what should they do they should subscribe leave us a review and share it with a friend right we need that mutual encouragement share this with a friend help them to choose it rep it live it and live on purpose today come on we love you guys thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time